0: What is your definition of success for yourself? I have this theory that so many of us are chasing things that aren't important to us because of somebody else's definition of success. It could be your parents or your community or through social media or by actually comparing yourself to what your friends or strangers are doing. I think that so many of us actually know what it is we wanna be spending most of our time doing and what equals happy and fulfilled days and years for ourselves but we don't allow ourselves to really follow that path because of what we think other people or society say about that dream or goal. Today, we are really digging through what success looks like for you. Let's unlearn what we've been taught, put earplugs in so we don't hear the judgment or opinions of others, and figure out what you will regret least, then work backwards. Today, we are digging deep to figure out what success means to you. Let's go Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. This is a big one today, friends, and this is one that only works if we are really willing to be honest with ourselves, and, but not beat ourselves up, and be very self-reflective and ask ourselves the hard questions. I am so passionate about this topic, and in a way, it sort of goes against so much of what I've been for so much of my life just because I am such an entrepreneur. In my gut, in my soul, I'm an entrepreneur, so a lot of times with that comes lots of money goals and lots of just like different milestones and accomplishments, and I still have those it just looks different now what drives me looks different some of the things i used to strive for i don't anymore so today we're breaking that all down this is not about me this is about you and your journey i just of course you know learn from my own journey my mistakes and and how i reroute along the way so i'm going to kind of share how i've done it how i've done it right how i've done it wrong and my approach to all of this now Now, I started researching this because I was fascinated with the concept, now that I have children of my own that are getting older, this concept of parents putting on, putting their own dreams or their own vision of what they want their kids to do or be on their kids, and how interesting that is and how much I understand it, but I also see that that does not benefit anybody in the long term. Just because even if they do go down that path, it's not something, of course, that they really wanted. And I'm not telling you something you don't know here, but just to kind of lay the framework, if they end up doing something they don't want, they're not going to be happy and they'll probably end up resenting you for it. And the years they can't get back in their life going down a path that kind of was never, their passion was never their dream. that's what started this whole thing. Thinking about, man, what equals success for each of us and how important it is for each of us to decide on our own what that looks like. Another thing that really made me want to dig into this topic and understand and, and read books and and research experts who have written things about this is the concept of a, quote, stay-at-home mom. Now, I think, first of all, I don't even like that topic, just that, that, that summary of being a mother and kind of saying, I am a mother and I don't have another job outside of that. I just don't like that saying, because to me, it just doesn't sum it up. And the way people say it, it's not like very few people say, I'm a stay-at-home mom, like with your shoulders back, like, yes. It's kind of, for some reason, it has that connotation like, I am a mother and that's it. And I think we need to flip the whole table on that thing because i think for a big percentage of people being an incredible mother and raising your children with great values and kindness and all the things that you've learned in your life if you're fortunate enough to be in the situation to where you don't have to work and you can be with your kids i think that there should that, that should be praised as successful As someone who is working a corporate job that's getting awards and recognition, I really do. And I think that all of our definitions of success should be individual. And I think so much of this is difficult with social media and judgment and all the people around us, but that's what we're breaking through today. And I'm telling you, I think that so many people are meant to be mothers, right? This quote, stay at home mom. They're meant to be that, but they feel like that's not enough, you know, whatever, whatever reason. And again, maybe they have the opportunity to stay with their kids, but they go and work at something that they don't like doing. Maybe they're not miserable, but they don't like doing. It doesn't set their soul on fire, but they feel like, like, you know, I have to work. I went to college. I have this degree. I need to work. I, you know, that's what equals success. And I'm just, I'm here to tell you, it doesn't. And if you listen to this podcast, you know I'm all about thinking about your life when you're 90 or 100 and looking back and thinking, what would you regret the least? And I promise you, if you define success according to your own standards and nobody else's, when you look back, you will have very few, if any, regrets because you followed what meant the most to you. And just knowing that has to be comforting, looking back and and thinking, thinking about the decisions that you made. Because I just think the things that set our soul on fire should be our North Star and that's what we should go towards. Now, what if you're like, well, I don't know what my passion is. That is so fantastic and exciting. Then chase things that are important to you. Try lots of new things and really start uncovering what you love. And like I said, what sets your soul on fire? So then you can go out and set goals that define success for you. I think that we should spend so much more focus on happiness and joy and less on money and traditional accomplishments. Like I like I said, I'm an entrepreneur. It has taken me a serious journey to get to this point. And it's kind of the opposite of how I started my entrepreneurial journey, but as I grew up and realized how important it is for me to feel fulfilled and whole as a human, and then having a husband, and then having kids, it all gets complicated, and I've always had some sort of service that I've always wanted to have as a big part of my life. So I had these big entrepreneur goals right out of college, started my own business, made more money than I ever thought I could within the first couple of years, 21, 22. I was just, that, that. that was, and it still is a huge passion of mine, right? But I went all in. I gave it everything I had and I reached so many of those goals and accomplishments that I wanted to. And then as you get older, I as you know as one gets older as I got older I realized that you have this amount of time and you have to figure out how you want to divide it and I realized if I was only going to go for those entrepreneurial goals I would have to sacrifice other things I either couldn't have a family or I couldn't be you know present in the day to day with my kids I couldn't start a nonprofit and run it actively and see change in the community and, and you know, in the world around us. I couldn't do all those things simultaneously. So it really makes you prioritize. And I think that finding your passion can be a journey and it doesn't have to always be the same, but focusing on happiness and joy more than anything else and understanding that in doing this, there's going to be sacrifice and and the part of sacrifice is a big part of my personal journey um, as I kind of realized what was the most important to me. So I think that one thing that I wanna touch on early on as we really, really get going into this deep dive here is I think so many of us end up doing things that maybe are determined by somebody else, our community, our parents, Um, pressure from our spouse or our relatives or our friends or pressure we put on ourselves because we see other people on social media doing it, right? So let's call, call that the pressure. Sometimes we then go down a path based on that other people's idea of success and we end up kind of faking being someone else and we end up doing that for so long, we think it's our reality, we end up playing a role at work and sometimes playing a role with our friends and we actually lose our reality. And so we end up chasing things that aren't actually important to us and I think that's when so many of, many of us get lost. We reach those accolades but somehow that doesn't feel satisfying. So we need to unlearn everything we think we know about ourselves because so much of it has been put in there by other people. I really think, you know, I love a good brain dump. In this journey, if you feel like you're at a crossroads and I feel like so many of us are in this period of time, whether you're listening to this real time in 2020, in the middle of COVID or any time, I feel like we are always in a big way or in a small way questioning our passions, how we're spending our time, and our definition of success. What is what is success and accomplishment for us? So I think we do a brain dump. We write down everything that you're chasing now and write down anything that you are currently pursuing, your goals, your dreams, write it all down. Next, ask yourself, what is the source of that? Like, Where did you get that idea? Is it from social media? Is it from your parents? Is it because you saw your friend get a promotion? Is it because after your friend had a baby, she went back to work after three months, so you must do that? Are you doing, is, are these things on your list, your ideas, your passions, you know, the things that set your soul on fire, or Did you get that idea from somebody else? Is that somebody else's measure of happiness and success? In our community, um, the most successful people are often what we want to be. We tell ourselves we have to be that to be successful. But that's society's version of success. That's not your version of success. So by doing this exercise, we're going to filter out the noise and just hear yourself. You probably hear me all the time say, just put your plugs in. Don't hear other people's opinions or what other people value as success. Really think about what your definition of success is. Going back to the first example of the quote, stay at home mom. It may take some real work and some real unlearning, but I am telling you, if you can. If you decide that that is your purpose, and it doesn't have to be for eternity, for right now, because that's a lot of pressure. Your purpose right now is to be present, have an, a nice organized house. Maybe it's to feed, you know, healthy meals, to be not in a rush, to be organized, to, you know, have a relaxed culture and a good vibe in your house and and raise the best, most kind kids you can, that's is enough that isn't that is enough that is your definition of success and the same thing in other ways if you are fully fulfilled having this great career that you love or running your own business and that makes you feel alive and fulfilled I don't think that you should feel the pressure from other people and listen don't let's not blame other people it you a lot of times we're putting our own pressure on ourselves. Maybe you're 35 and you're jamming and you have this great business that you love and it is your passion and you don't want kids. That's not, that's not your dream. That's not what you want. Don't let yourself put pressure on yourself because people say like, when are you gonna have kids? That's the next step. When is that happening? I just think that we should all focus on what it is we want, not what other people want want for us. And it's not always a negative thing. Like sometimes parents are like you must go to college, you must, you know, go to med school, you know, there's here's their list, right? And they're really pushing that on you. But other times, it's not. They just think that they want the best for you and oftentimes it's what they think will make you happy. This deep dive is all about the reverse of that. They have good intentions. This is about figuring out with earbuds in what it is that makes you feel the most alive. Maybe you wanna work for a nonprofit and you're not gonna make nearly as much money as you make now, but you can make a couple life adjustments and live comfortably on that money and you wake up feeling alive and motivated and passionate and you just love what you do. You have 10s all day. That's why I love the concept of 10s. If you haven't heard this, listen back on my podcast maybe a month or two ago about getting in your tens each day. It's about focusing each day on certain things, big or small, that you love. It could be like the most delicious salad for lunch. It could be watching a two-hour movie uninterrupted. It could be getting a massage or a facial. It could just be like, uh, I mean, a lot of it for me is food. It could be like an amazing coffee drink that you like. It could be sitting on the floor and playing Legos with your kids. It could be spending time at night to take a long bath. I mean, there's a million examples. Think about your 10s in the day and help that guide you as you do this brain dump. Another thing is I think that we don't give ourselves enough credit. I think that we confuse inexperience for being not good at something or underqualified. Don't assume you aren't good at something just because you haven't done it. Even if you're 60 years old, 70 years old, Just because you haven't done it doesn't mean you aren't good at it. Just because We confuse inexperience with being unqualified. This is why I love learning new things. If you have not listened to my podcast all about learning new things through online courses, you have to listen. I am passionate about online courses and people taking online courses because it makes you try new things. And you can become an expert at a topic in a weekend or a week or a month because you're tapping into someone who's likely spent years or lots of years, like the majority of their life, figuring out how to master this one thing. You can learn it in a condensed form. I love online classes, and I just think we should all try more new things, like one thing a week. That's your goal. That's my goal. One, t- one thing a week, try new things. Think about if once a week you went out to a new restaurant, not just like a, you know, like a Thai restaurant, a different Mexican restaurant, a different Korean restaurant, like different restaurants and tried all these different foods. At the end of that month, you'd have new opinions because you had new experiences. I just love trying new things because you can uncover something that you had no idea that you loved. You could also do this through an audiobook or a podcast. But in a month, you can learn what you would have learned in a year. I think most of us really get set in our ways and try out like one new thing a year. So if you try out one new thing a week, you're gonna learn so much. You're gonna try new things. Worst case, you're gonna have fun or figure out things you, worst case, you're gonna figure out things you don't like. But I'm telling you, write a list and think about it. And as you have these different experiences, trying new things at a, uh, listening to a podcast about a specific topic or trying new restaurants, why did you like it? Why did you not like it? Do you wanna do it again? Ask yourself, do you wanna do that again? That's when you start uncovering what you really love. I'm telling you, find your tens. If you need to write down your tens in your day, like what when you went to bed, when you go to bed at night, if you're trying to really discover this, What were your tens? Maybe you absolutely love old school save by the bell. And that's just what you love. That's the most tens you could ever have is from old school save by the bell. Maybe you do a collaboration and you do a t-shirt line, you get you talk a podcast about the best episodes, you do a YouTube thing, you reach out and you get a special interview. Like it sounds like a silly example, but that's my whole point is you can make success. You can make money. You can do whatever it is you want to do. You don't have to do this path just because, you know, everyone, maybe maybe you come from an area that has a strong community of what the kids should be doing. And so maybe you're currently in that path. And this seems so ridiculous. Like, are you kidding me? Give up this corporate job for this life all about old school, saved by the bell. But like, maybe you would smile and laugh all day and connect with other people who have have similar interests and passions. And maybe you would make, listen, maybe you could make the same money. Maybe you'd make a little less, but you have a blast doing it. And you're not standing in line and conforming to what someone else told you happiness and success meant. Going back to sacrifice, I absolutely love being a business owner and an entrepreneur. If you don't know, I own Million Dollar Tan, a sunless tanning company with two parts of the business, um, the sunless tanning side where you do sunless tanning products at home, and then I also have Million Dollar Tan Professional where I help business owners and also regular people start their own spray tanning businesses and help them build really successful spray tanning businesses. I love this. I've been doing it right out of college. Like I absolutely love it. I've also owned other businesses along the way. So, I had my own retail location, a day spa for many years. I also had another beauty business with a big YouTuber. So, a big YouTuber, we did a collaboration and I was kind of like silently behind the scenes on purpose. We created a line that she designed and she promoted it for many years. That was a great, like, five year run. It's one of those companies that wasn't meant to be a forever company, more of like a project type company. And I have other things in the works. I love. I love business. It's fun for me. It's it's like my favorite hobby. But it requires a lot of hard work to keep a business going and, and keep it profitable and have a, have a team and, and keep them happy. It's a lot of hard work. And I also love being a mom. And so I really had to sacrifice and think about what I was willing to to give up for my business, and it's very interesting. When I first, I, I have, I, my company has always been growing, always been growing, and I've always been happy with where it's at, but it's very interesting. as uh, When I first had my first baby, I had such crazy momentum. My products were everywhere, and I was working around the clock. Even when she was born, because she was little, I was working around the clock, and then as she got older, I realized, listen, I have a choice here. This is not, I always thought I can do both. Like, are you kidding? I can do both at the same level that I want. And it just became not realistic that I could do both things at the same level. So I sacrificed. I took, I had to pass on a lot of opportunities for my business. And I'm telling you, it felt like a kick in the gut, but not like the kick in the gut that it felt like when I had to get on a plane when I didn't wanna get on a plane because I wanted to be at home with my babies because I was worried about missing their first steps. And for some people, that's different. For some people, the compromise is different. And this is, as always, a no-judgment zone. It's just about what means the most to you. Some people need to be working most of the day to come back and be full and be present and be the most positive, happy parent that they can be. And that's cool too. All I'm asking is that, you dive into what that means for you, not for me or anybody else. I think we need to do more of what we enjoy. And like I said, if you don't know what your purpose is, that's the best part. If you're so stuck on the pressure of finding your purpose, that'll stop you from actually finding your purpose. Lighten up. What are you good at? What do you love doing? What's your compassion for the world? What problem do you want to solve? And like I said, I'm all about... Thinking about regret when I'm 90 and working my way backwards, that's my drive. Not Making decisions now that I'm not gonna regret later. I think that we are better people all around when we are focusing on what we are the most passionate about or what you just have a burning desire to do, whether it's in the home, in business, in service. And also, like I said, you have to accept that it can change. It doesn't always have to be the same. Try lots of things. Everything is ages and stages. Maybe in this age and stage of your life, in your age, in your you know, relationship, marriage, where you live, it, it can change. And that's good. Don't put too much pressure on the timing and forever. And I just think you have to be okay making less money, man, if COVID has taught me anything, I need less things. I want to purge. I want to have more clarity. I don't want to spend as much time shopping in at the mall and trying to get that new thing or those new shoes. Like I just need so much less stuff to be happy. And I was never really like, Oh, that person has those shoes. I need those shoes. But I just like, you know, like new stuff is fun. But I realized I was spending time Looking for that stuff. I was spending money looking for that stuff. And I just wasn't spending as much time on all the other things. I was getting disorganized in my life because, like, you know, if I had a free hour, like, oh, let me jam to the mall, let me get that. And then your focus is there. So I, for me, just realized by buying less and having less around, I just feel more clarity and more happiness. One other thought I'm going to leave you with on this topic is celebrating you are wins. I think generally we are very hard on ourselves when we have a micro loss or a fail, right? You you fail at something or you miss the mark on something and we will beat ourselves up. I read a fascinating article the other day that's like any trauma that happens to you, you go through twice. You go through it when it happened and then you go through it forever in your head again. Like allow yourself to make a mistake, forgive yourself and move on. And the flip side of that is celebrate your wins bigger. So your fails, yes, learn from them, don't make the same mistakes, but then let's move on and let's spend more time celebrating our wins. And listen, it's not ego, go out, say, listen, hey, I started this podcast and I hit 5,000 downloads, I never even thought I could start a podcast, I'm gonna invite my friends to dinner just to celebrate. And listen, you don't have to order yourself balloons and a cake, but just saying, we're gonna go to a celebration dinner because I reached this goal, I wanna take a minute and just like sit in it. And the people you love will want to do this and do it for other people too. I just think the more we celebrate our wins, the more we figure out what we're passionate about, we follow our North Star, we we follow the things that set our soul on fire and we're not focusing on what other people have or what other people are doing. Because listen, there is room for all of us. If you want to do something exactly the same as somebody else, there's room for all of us. The world is huge with the internet and all the opportunities. There's room for everybody. Someone else's success should not intimidate you or make you hesitate. Like I could never go as big as them because I didn't start as early as them or all the self-talk that could be going on in your head doesn't matter. It's a competition of one. When you're 90, you're not going to be thinking about all these other people. You're not even going to remember them. You're going to think about what did I accomplish? What mark did I leave on the world? What did I do that I was passionate about and I loved? And how did I spend my days? And how did I spend my time? Was I happy? Did I give it my all? Or was I just standing in line and going through the routine that somebody else set for me? I really hope my passion came through on this podcast because I love this community. And Even though the journey that my life and my career has taken isn't what I thought, like this podcast, my team is always like, we got to put ads on the podcast. And I'm like, okay, at some point, but I'm doing this because I love it. I love the growth. I love that it focuses me on researching a specific topic for me to become better, for me to teach my kids better, and for me to share this with the community and put happiness and positivity and energy and passion into the world and make you maybe realize things that you didn't realize and learn from my mistakes and collectively as a community all spend our energy moving forward and doing the things that make us the happiest, spending our days, getting in our tents, not worrying about judgment or competition or what other people are doing, just living our own happiness, following our own journey Based on what we believe equals success for ourselves. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to how to be awesome at everything.com, where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time. Go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.